We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Ruben. And um, these... Zoom. There you go. I'm Greasy Randy, and oh. uh, hockey is... Hockey is stupid? Ooh. Yeah, hockey is... God, are we already starting off on, on the wrong foot here with you two fighting? <laughs> and the shit on purpose, y'all fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> hockey... Hockey is stupid right now because the Stars haven't scored a goal in like three months. I'm pretty sure. Oh man! I mean, speaking so we have Tim and Grant on this week, so it should be a fun one, like it always is when yeah. they're on. There. <laughs> you could say you could say that hockey is almost as stupid as liking Andre Drummond. Yeah, you could. It's like the Andre Drummond or Dwight Powell of, of Major League Sports. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you fucking silly bastards! Let's go. Oh man. <laughs> Okay, let, let's uh, let, let's start the shit off with some stuff, I guess. Uh, okay, let, let's recap so, the last week. Recap, 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 recap. I mean, the first game was a crappy game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so first game was the Bulls versus the Mavericks. Bulls beat us by two points. It was absolute bullshit. No <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah, I was waiting for that. So. <laughs> Hey, I just realized I'm... we're one game away from win- from winning forty games. Exactly, bro. I'm ready for that fucking we're two wins from over, bro. Two wins from forty one. Exactly. Yeah. We're one game behind the Rockets because Charlotte did us a favor yesterday. <laughs> yeah, which we could talk. That was great. But yeah, dude, that game was. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at the box right now, and I'm like, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Ryan R. Ciasono. Okay. I don't like even that dude, know who that is. I don't know who he was either. And then, like, he like went off on us for ten points, and I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he was he was stellar. So was the like, whole game was pretty, pretty. Like tough. their their team had crazy distribution in terms of like points. Like that he sung twelve, Sodoransky eleven, Denzel Valentine seventeen. You know, Kobe White had nineteen. It's like Autoport eighteen, and then like us, we had. All of our heavy lifting came from the starters, basically, except for Boban, who had 14. <laughs> you know, he had 14 and 12. Holy shit. You know, like, yeah, I yeah. was even saying, like, hey, like, the second that we took him out, we started losing again. We started losing bad again. So I was like, what the hell? I you put know, it in the art. I put it in the article bench points were 60 to 19. And that's like, that's probably the most negative post game I've ever done. But it's like, when you're missing, but who were we missing that night? No KP, no Seth. Uh, Collie Stein had just gotten back to the team, but was a DNP CD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, KP, yeah, that was it that night. I think everyone else played, but uh, yeah, there's uh, we're running into that same problem with not having much depth anymore after losing a couple guys, and it bit us in the ass that night. Yep. I mean, and one thing I noticed about the Bulls before we played them, like before the game started, um, besides Sadoransky and probably Carter Jr., their better players come off the bench. So it's like Otto Porter and Colby White have no reason to no, like, off no business bench. being off the bench. Which is weird. It's really weird that they do that. <laughs> you know, like I was Except, looking at Kobe and I was like, he's been kicking ass, man. <laughs> like, Shaquille Harrison's yeah. good, but 
Yeah, I don't know if he belongs starting over Otto Porter. It's one of those weird things where one of those weird things where Harrison is the quote unquote starter, but I mean White had thirty two minutes and Har or yeah Harrison had sixteen, so like he's he's their go to point guard. I'd get yeah, White because he had sure. Valentine and uh, Sadoransky, and Sadoransky any offense yeah. that runs through Sadoransky is pretty stellar, even though their offense isn't that great. But he's good. Um, yeah, I like Kobe that guy White's in Washington. Sadoransky in Washington. I'm he's like a plucky little player. I guess that's he, the typical way to describe any short white dude, but whatever. <laughs> he was their starting um point guard whenever John Wall like first got hurt and they, oh, went, on their, yeah. they went on their little run. I remember that. So that game sucked ass, so let's move yeah. on. Okay. <laughs> let's move on to uh the Skip Bayless game. Is that what we're calling this one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, seeing this mm-hmm. live, because I went to this game, seeing that shit live was awesome. Like, yeah, bro, I can't imagine. Like, seeing Zion, like, I know Zion, like, I knew Zion was a huge dude, right? And I saw him in real life, and I was like, holy fuck, this motherfucker is just super bouncy. Mm-hmm. Like, just a fucking brick. He's like bouncy, but a brick wall. You know, just, it was wild mm-hmm. seeing him play. He somehow managed to still shoot 50 from the field, despite uh, 50% to the field, despite. Uh, KP and Maxi just fucking locking him down a lot in the beginning. So, I mean, that was a really fun game to watch live, man. I mean, Nico Melli, though, that last... Oh, my goodness. That fucking... That one, he went one for nine the entire game. I watched him miss one. the first eight. That was... That, yeah. And I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah. And, yeah, so that going in and it going to overtime and, like, I was pissed, too, because I was like, I got to go home. You know? And uh, I was like, fuck, the game should have been over already. Like, I could have already yeah, the, been, like, going home. The 8.30 Central tips are hard enough on people back in Dallas when it doesn't go to overtime. Yeah, exactly. Again, they changed yeah. it because it was – it's uh, ESPN, actually yeah. broadcast, yeah. This is, our, this is our first OT win in, like, three or four years. It seems like it, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. it's – yeah, we're – I mean, we were pretty clutch, I think, what, a year or two ago, I think, in the – But not an OT. I mean, uh, our win differential is, it was like, or our point differential was, was better than our, uh, like, uh, win loss record. Oh, uh, okay. Because we, we, like, were really good at tanking. Yeah. We were really good at tanking. Let's see. Brandon Ingram played 41 minutes. Lonzo Ball played 40 minutes, basically. Holy shit. And Lonzo went 7 of 11 from 3, which is something I never thought I'd see a couple years ago. I know. Now yeah. he's like, he, he he switched up that shot, which is good. And, you know, now he looks like he's uh, he's becoming a player. He's got, so. a little bit, he's got a little bit less pressure on him now. Yeah, a lot less oh, pressure. Yeah, a lot less. Best, best thing that ever happened to him is getting out of L.A., I think. Yeah, best I thing think that ever happened to him was getting rid of his wrong. dad. Yeah, that, that too. too. Probably. <laughs> I'm well, see. Who, Seth who Curry... does he have a shoe deal with now? Or does he? I think a... he's a free agent. I think he, you know, he's a free agent student, free agent. So. Okay. Let's see. Seth Curry went fucking six for nine, nice from three, which is good. Man, we had a pretty good three point three point game, three point shooting game this week today or that day. Forty four percent, and out of nowhere, a guy that's been struggling lately came. I think it was fourth quarter came up with some instant offense delon wright hit those three three pointers in a row I that know, was that huge. Was we were yeah, that was crazy we were struggling to score at that point in the game yeah and i mean like so looking at this like kp played 45 minutes dude like okay like i can't believe like I, he played the most minutes out of everybody on this team which is crazy considering the fact that we were so worried about him before the season started about his minutes and stuff like that that's got to be damn near a career high for him I'm sure it is, um, man. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not gonna look it up right now, but you know, like Maxi played 40 minutes, Tim played 40 minutes, Luca played 40 minutes, Dorian. Oh, Dorian got hurt, didn't he? He did. Yeah, Dorian got yeah. hurt. That's right. He only played nine minutes. You know, God damn, dude, we really distributed out like who played and what. Justin Jackson got a DMP, which probably was the you know a good idea for this game. So yeah, fuck Justin Jackson. MKG, whoa. MK, whoa, hey. MKG got a whole two minutes. <laughs> I know. What's this? Got one steal, though, bro. So that... One steal, one foul. Um, yeah. Sounds like me and Pickup, so that's perfect. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you guys uh, familiar with Club Trillion? Yes, Club Trillion? I, I am, yes. 
It's a former Ohio State walk-on, Mark Titus, who's actually a pretty good writer. He would come in at the end of the games, and he would like purposely try, because it would be at the end of these blowouts, purposely try to make club trillion every game, which is when uh, all – when you play one minute, so your box score is one, yeah. and the rest of it is zero. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's fucking mm-hmm. awesome, Love dude. Trill. I love that. <laughs> I love that thing, man. Let's see. Yeah. So that was a really cool game. Um, again, like nationally broadcast, and people got to see Maxi walk up. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dors- Yeah, Dorsberg was on the call, which was nice. I, you know, I know Bryce was upset he didn't get to meet her because he didn't know and he was working that game. And I was yeah. like, yeah, so. But I mean, like, in, just in general, though, man, that game was really fun. Like, uh, like playoff atmosphere. It really was, like, playoff atmosphere. Yeah. And I was, like, like literally, like, on, like, like you know, standing up, like, for the last, like, for the last minute of, of regular time. And then the entire time during OT, I was, like, on my feet. Like, just, like, on every, like, every single possession, just, like, cringing or being happy or whatever, right? Like, it was wild. It was a good time. Well, then there's the there's the added layer to it that you could really see that being an actual playoff series for like the next decade going forward. I think exactly. that's why it was Definitely. so exciting. Yeah, that's fair. Could be a real rivalry, honestly. Like, yeah, they might go at it a lot. And like my favorite part about it is the the interior defense we played. I didn't think I did, I knew we were capable of it. I hadn't seen it in so long, and we played it to like the best of its ability on Wednesday. It was really nice. Exactly. That's yeah. Awesome. Now. Let's be honest, though. Luke is a finished product. He, he uh... <laughs> that's it. Yeah, <laughs> he hit a ceiling. Yeah, he's he's hit a ceiling. Um, we should have had Cam Reddish from Obamba. Yeah, he has no pressure in Dallas. Was the for those guys, he has oh, no pressure God. in Dallas. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> Luca is just like Dirk. Only he can dribble. Everybody's gonna forget about him. Who He's gonna the fuck said that. <laughs> Skip Bayless. Did he? I do. I, I haven't. I don't watch anything that Skip puts. Oh out. wait, no, no, it wasn't Skip. It was uh, fuck. What's the other dumbass white dude that thinks that he? Oh no, Max Nick Wright. No, uh, uh, he's on Fox Max now. Kellerman? Oh, um, radio show, uh, dude. Uh, no, he wouldn't bash Luca. It's no. Colin Coward. Yeah, right? it was Colin Coward. Oh, Coward. Okay, I was yeah. dude, he doesn't watch. He does not watch basketball. No, not at all. Yeah, it's all. I'll put up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Coward sorry for. Because... I'm sorry for bashing Skip Bayless for something that Colin Coward said, but they're basically I mean, the same yeah, person. Colin Coward, I love it. <laughs> I feel if you like want to get actually watches basketball though, Colin Coward, there's yeah. no way. Yeah, I've heard what he said. No. I just thought it was hilarious. If you want to get even with Colin Coward, just uh, go ahead and follow Live underscore Coward <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Buy your socks today. <laughs> yep. Oh my god! No, that's not that's not our ad read this week, guys. Anyway, so oh, yeah. so let's go on to the uh, Memphis Grizzlies game. Um, the one that we almost won by thirty points. Yeah, which I'm mad we didn't because right. my brain is just like it has to be even. But <laughs> fucking one twenty one to ninety six. That was a good game. That was a real good game to watch. Really good game, just like put on in the background because you know, like yeah. by like halftime, it was like, oh yeah, okay, we got this. Like. Go do something else, like go clean or whatever. Like I love these type of games. Um, let's see. <laughs> well, who didn't play? Um, for Jaren them, Jackson. Jaren Jackson, that's right. Um, Jackson. That's what I was worried. Oh, yeah, he didn't play. Also, so. Dylan Brooks might as well not have played. Yeah, that was really bad. I mean, he was. He had a few like good. He had a few threes. Well, he was like the leading scorer, but like at the end of the first half, but or yeah. at the end of the first quarter, but then he was also the leading scorer at the end of the first, like. At the end of the third, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh Jackson. I forgot he's on oh, this yeah. team. Yeah. I forgot he's on this team, dude. Uh, he had a pretty good game. Seven for 15 from the field. All right. Michael Kidd Gilchrist played 15 time. minutes in this game. He did because of, you know. And he was a plus seven. <laughs> what was his stat? He, had, he went, <laughs> he went zero over, for three. Over, over three. Over four two from three. That's four rebounds, though. Yeah, four rebounds and an assist. That's pretty good. And two yeah, turnovers. It's like you yeah. got you gotta love a night where Courtney Lee's your most efficient shooter and Justin Jackson leads the team in minutes. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, this is a weird game. It, We're gonna talk I, about I know plus minus doesn't mean anything. The fucking KP was a plus thirty eight. And Justin and Jackson was, was a plus twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> Luca was a negative six. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, these fucking in thir- free throws, in 30 man. minutes, he was somehow a negative six. I don't get it. I mean, I do get it because yeah. he just like had a. He, he's been looking off this, you know, this week just because. Because of his thumb. Oh, his thumb, dude. That thumb is killing him, which sucks. But I mean, yeah. like, we got to empty out. The, both teams empty out to the, emptied their benches, so that was cool to see. Yeah, we Boban saw five, played we four saw, minutes. Are you saw, telling me they fought on the court? I wish. No, Boban but, scored a three pointer. I know that was it, bro. That was I was like, yeah, this is this is a classic. Yeah. This will be on fucking this will be a hardwood classic like twenty years from now, dude. <laughs> no, but seeing um see we saw a former Mavs great Jared Udoff yes. for uh you know play, which was cool. Like yeah. I was like, Oh, that's where he is now. That's cool, like good for him. Like we got Utah Watanabe playing. Yeah, which is cool too. Like that was that was awesome. Like John Conchar, which I I made a tweet about him, right? And then like Conchar Hive came at me. Really? Like literally, I had like four or five people who like don't follow me just be like, "He's the greatest ever." I don't know, dude. I was like, I'm assuming they're like alumni or people, you know, people who went to his high, went to his college. So I mean, he was one of only two positive players for the for the Grizz that night. Yeah, so. he was good. Yeah, he was good. You know, I'm a good, again, we're talking about plus minus. Yeah, but still, you know, plus minus like, doesn't actually mean anything, but it's fun. John Morant had a fucking terrible shooting game, yeah. which Oof. was Four kind of upsetting. Of like, which was kind of upsetting because I wanted to see him just go off. Yeah. Um, maybe if Jaren was there, like they, I think them two together, you know. But I forgot Cal Anderson's on this team. I don't know why. Like after he left um, the Spurs, I just like forgot about him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, that's most Spurs players or former yeah. Spurs players. It's because I hate them so much, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Valanciunas had did pretty good. He had he had a, what, he had a double double. It's pretty good. Seven for eight from the field. Gorgie James uh, still in the league. I know. Gorg- I know. I forgot that he got traded there. So I was like, I was like, oh shit, Gorgie James with them now. Okay, cool. Like, um, um I mean, Brandon Clark also was out. That's uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for us though, like just looking at like the stats, you know, like JJ had a terrible shooting night. He's, I think he's on his way out, man. Like. Yeah, this is yeah, last season. This is last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he had one for seven, uh, one for six from the three. Should bring back Raymond Felton. Just bring him back. One last ride. Yeah. <laughs> is he still in the league or no? I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so. He's not? Last team that I remember him on is OKC. He was the last Mavs uh, triple double in the playoffs, if I recall. That's correctly. true, yeah. Maybe it wasn't a triple double, but it was like ridiculous. It's okay. Yeah, Luca has... will get a triple double this year in the playoffs. He, absolutely. First game. Calling that right wow. now. Anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wonder anyway. how much I wonder how much time Raymond Felton, now that he's not in the league, spends at the shooting range, you know? Just uh sharpening those skills. <laughs> <laughs> shooting cereal into his mouth, maybe. Who that's so mean? That's so that's mean. Like, we don't we don't body shame here on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only gun shame. I don't body shame. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, oh, it was a pretty man. good week of games. <laughs> it was a pretty good week of games. So yeah, uh, you know, uh, let me see what else we want to talk about today. I had the list pulled up somewhere. Let's see. So, so I went to um, I got free tickets to go to the game on Wednesday, right? Um. And uh, that night, that day, they're having um, an event. They're doing like a, a shoe event um, called a Sneak Easy. Um, it was before the game, and it was pretty cool. Like I saw, I saw Hendo out there. I saw um, Sean Marion was there. I saw just a bunch of random. You took people. a picture with Sean Marion. Yeah, I did. I met up with uh, the guy who runs uh, Luca Donkicks. Yeah, that, that account would talk talks about shoes. I met up with him for a little bit. Um, it was cool, man. Like. I wanted to bet on the shoes. I wanted to like bid for the shoes, but none of them came in my size, and I was like, "Never mind." Like, they were all like eleven and twelves, and I was like, well, "Never mind, it doesn't fit me." So, because I have small feet, guys. But, mm-hmm. uh, you wear like a size oof. seven. No, not that small. Anyway, so, so um, it was cool hanging out. You know, cool, cool going to that. Like, um, they had a, they had a person there who was like doing like calligraphy type stuff on the boxes because you got a free box and it came with like. It came with uh, some shoelaces, um, like a panini card, I think, and um, some socks, which I guess was nice, you know, like just a little something. Um, it was really, like, it, it was really cool though. Like, 
you got to see some of the artists who like made the shoes and stuff like or yeah. like who painted the shoes it was it was cool i hope they do it again i hope next time they do it even bigger maybe other shoes they could um you could raffle off and stuff like that so it was cool though um that's kind of it for that really yeah uh, let's see our next thing um we can go into uh do you want to talk about magic numbers or do you want to wait till that for, for later uh we can talk about magic numbers i mean there's not a lot going on right now uh that's true toronto and the lakers have both clinched a playoff spot since we last talked um Lakers are the only team in the West that have clinched a playoff spot. Clippers are still magic number of four. Uh, Mavs are down to eight. A combination of eight wins and losses from the Kings and Portland. So okay, that should happen pretty soon then. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this could be this could be a big day seating wise because OKC is in Boston. By the time a lot of us or a lot of you guys listen to this, um, these games might be over. So Dallas gets the Pacers at home. Yep. Uh, by the way, without looking it up real quick, tell me who the leading scorer on the Pacers is. And then OK, OKC is in Boston and we're a half game back of them right now. So we could be the sixth seed by the time you guys listen to this and we're also one game back in the Southwest division lead. Yeah. Which we want. We want that so bad. We do. We do. Um, So who is, can we, can we talk about the fact that people still think that Houston is going to win a championship somehow? I mean, they're not, but you know, I want them (laughs) so bad in the first round. They're not even going to make the Western conference finals. KP is 35 a night in that series. You can't convince me otherwise, man. Oh, if, if we if we see him in the first round, yeah, yeah, I want it. That'd just be so KP fun. Luca pick and roll, and, and games are over. Like or just like KP literally like a foot taller than yeah. like than their center. You know, just like KP quote unquote banging down low by <laughs> <laughs> by just okay, like so... reaching over their center. Okay, so who is the leading scorer for the the Pacers? At eighteen point two points a game, TJ Warren. What? Yeah, because Grant said some bonus, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds about right." And the Pacers are going to make the playoffs too. Like fucking hell, dude! One of the rare, one of the rare teams these days. The complete opposite of the Rockets. They usually run out two centers at a time in their in their closing lineups with uh, Turner and Sabonis. Both love nineties ball. Sabonis, (laughs) Sabonis. Sabonis is really good, and then Turner's kind of having a turnaround season. Like I really like. And I know a lot of people in Texas really like him, but he's he's pretty useful as much as uh, as much as centers are like running backs and really just don't matter at all. <laughs> <laughs> you have to throw that. I mean, yeah, he shoots yeah. three. He gets right. four blocks a game. So I mean, <laughs> how nice would it be to be the sixth seed? That'd be great. It would be. That's kind of where I want to say. Either of the LA teams, it'd be great. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be, which is what I think is what you get when you get six seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being the four seed sounds better though. I mean, being the four seed does sound nice because then you get home. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't want home court advantage. No, hey, hold on, hold on. We've been pretty oh, yeah, good at home. Yeah. We've been way better on the road. I know, but I'm saying recently though, like we've won. Yeah, we beat, we, we won beat, the last uh, two games at home. One last, I think three. Uh, the home court thing is kind of like the crunch time. <laughs> I think the home court thing is kind of going to be like the crunch time thing. Like tiny sample size. I don't want to judge like what we were doing at home or in the crunch or in the clutch just based off like what happened the first half of the year. I think that stuff will all sort itself out. I would rather be at home. But Fair enough. Well, this... the other thing about being at home is that right now it's not going to matter because the games are going to be blocked out from uh, from fans in the yeah. stadium anyway. Nah. Well. Yeah, that well, we're playing me... until June, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's ex- should be fine by June. Yeah, we'll we could just go. Game. We could just go have all our games in Slovenia since flights over there That's are like twenty five. It's like twenty five bucks for a round trip right now. Yeah. Did you know that, technically speaking, the Warriors still have a chance to make the playoffs? <laughs> That's technically speaking, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, they're probably not. They're, they're definitely not. But technically speaking, they still have a chance. Technically Let's speaking, see. the XFL is also football, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's mean. Anyway. <laughs> Next you're going right. to say that technically speaking, rebounds matter. Oh. 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 Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh. We're just going to make oh, everybody mad today. Exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. I, I unlocked my uh, Twitter account, and I'm just bringing all the fire with me. All right, let's see. All right, so uh, up next, we have um, questions. We have a lot of questions to go through. Uh, so, Alex. do I thought that we were going to do like a Hooper and a Half of Ice. Oh, yeah, yes, so we can do quick. that too. Oh, my yeah. God, what the fuck are my mentions? Anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. Hooper of the Week. Oh, this KP. KP, absolutely. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy money. He's been fucking killing it, um, especially with Luca not being at 100%. Yeah. Um, do we have a Hefeweizen or a beer of the week? Beer of the week is the beer Everything... share that we did yesterday. That was, yeah. Okay. So like, I don't this. even remember all the beers that were there, but. Explain this. Explain it to our audience. Okay. What... So, beer share is where a group of people all bring bottles of beer from different around. Places. Yeah. Uh, from different places, different styles, things like that, and just open it up and have little taster glasses and just drink a shit ton of beer and get fucking like really plastered really quickly because you're yeah, just tasting all these different beers um, yeah that was fun okay. yeah that was a lot of fun um i definitely want to do another one and then uh you know so oh also guys so yesterday so i've hung out with uh our friend from france dallas mouse francis here yeah um you know just hanging i've hanging out with them a couple times this week uh so yesterday I t- we took them to Petty Colas, which was pretty cool. Um, enjoyed the beers there, which was awesome. Um, you know, it was kind of cool because like people were coming up to him because he was wearing this um, like retro like mouse jacket. Yeah, and people would be like, "Oh, like, but like, you know," and then they would be like, they'd realize, "Oh, he's not from here," you know. And then asking questions about like, you know, I think one lady came up to him was like asking him where he got his headband. Because he's wearing mm-hmm. a little headband because he has long hair. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I got this from France. <laughs> yeah. Which was funny as fuck because, like, the lady was like, oh, okay. Like, never mind. <laughs> um, but he's really cool, dude. Uh, I know we're hanging out again on Monday or tomorrow. So if any of you guys are free in the area, not you, Tim, because you're far away. But, you know. <laughs> uh, Tim will catch a flight. That's fine. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Just hang out for a day. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you know Day if any trip. guys you know if any guys oh, are God. free though let us know so go hang out again tomorrow i think tomorrow yeah. he's tomorrow he's going to go to the the mouse front office and then i think doing some other stuff but i'm gonna catch him after that's cool so yeah all right so uh we will get into questions before that we're gonna have our very first ad read so <laughs> so uh i'm just gonna you know do our first ad real quick um with home security there's two ways that you can go about protecting your home there's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune or there's the other way simply safe simply safe is everything you need in a home security system it's award-winning protection two-time winner of the cnet editor's choice award simply safe blankets your home your whole home in safety you get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you for anyone that's approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard the inside. Uh, you barely notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is that you can set uh, set up the system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-off to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts uh, ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. And there's and the best part is it's only about fifty cents a day with no contracts. It's what the Verge or it's why the Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. So just go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping with the sixty day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Uh, go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. So Sweet. let's uh get into questions. We All got right. paid two point four million dollars to read that, by the way. <laughs> Tim, but I live in Cal I live in California, so I see none of it. Yeah. None of it. I got twenty eight million just to be here. Just to be here? Just... Well, I'm glad right. that you guys are making money because damn, I'm fucking broke. I know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Being a teacher. Anyway. So it's because uh... I get rebounds. Okay. No Wait, one wants no. to hear about your love life. I was gonna say you are the rebound. All right, so 
today, guys. Okay. God. Okay. So what we're gonna do is that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have an order. Okay. So I'm gonna go first, then Alex, then Grant, and then Tim. Okay. okay. Save best. Save worst for last. Got it. Exactly. Anyway. Um. So this question, first question, comes from Philip at Endpoint Case. He asks. Is KP an all-pro defensive player this season? Uh, I think he is. Um, I think that you know he's getting there anyway. Uh, if he goes off for the next, you know, for the next uh, the end of the end of the season, like I think he'll get it. He'll probably end up making the second, you know, second team, which is still pretty good. You know, first year, you know, first full year comeback from injury, like it's that's pretty good. Yep. So what do you think, Alex? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, his defensive acumen has been great, especially the second half of the season. Uh, he's a block monster, and I love it. And yeah. Okay, Grant. I mean, like what Alex said, he's just getting too many blocks. He's one of the more unique rim protectors because he's so long. Nobody really knows how to get by him on either side. But yeah. All right, Tim, go. Uh, I think he's currently playing at that level. Uh, it's just he hasn't been all year because he was kind of rounding back into form. And as far as making first team at his position, it's always going to be super tough to do that with Gobert standing in the way at the five. Like, as long yeah. as Gobert has relatively healthy seasons, he's probably going to be first team all defense. But, yeah, KP right now, I'd put his defense in the paint up with anyone in the league. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I don't think he's necessarily first team, but I, he's definitely yeah. an going to be on an all defensive team, or at least yeah. deserves to be. Will cool. he get defensive player of the year votes though? No, uh, I don't think so. No, I mean, I feel like that's the most wide open category of all of them. All right, let's see. So our next question call, comes from uh, podcasts at podcast underscore pod. Um, and this is kind of a discussion that happened, you know, uh, this one could be more free for all, but is it possible Chris Sops is the better player? <laughs> no. Um, so the way I see it, you know, I think that Luke obviously makes everyone else around him. Like, that's no question. Um, we have empirical, we basically have empirical evidence saying yes, like he does this. Um, for me, this discussion is like it's it's kind of moot like i really don't give a shit about it because as long as the team is good i don't care um i don't think like even like i don't even think like these two guys care a lot about who's better or whatever um but if i were to say christophs is better if he is better it's because luca makes him better you know like it's the only okay. way i can kind of the only way i can kind of rationalize it um Again, like I really don't care about it too much. Yeah, I just know like this has been a discussion going on for fucking you know a week now, you know, a week and a half or whatever, um, on Twitter. So yeah, um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's pretty pretty simple to me. Uh, that there's one one of those two players is gonna have MP, MVP votes, and the other one isn't. So uh, well, that settles the question for me like kp is not better than luca at all he, he is he great has he been playing better than luca in the last week yes but he's not a better player what do you think grant um well kind of disagree with y'all because uh while luca is amazing and 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 there's no doubt he's like probably the greatest player the Mavericks will ever see as far as we know, you know, besides Dirk and maybe KP. Um, <laughs> we've seen, like, the type of player that Luka is in other players, but no, like, Kristaps is called the unicorn because nobody in the NBA has ever gotten five. Grant just died. Oh, yeah. so I'm I'm back. Okay. No, no, uh, no player in the NBA has ever gotten uh, thirty points, five blocks, and, and five three pointers. So that just doesn't happen. Okay. And, and Luke is great, and he's doing amazing things at twenty years old. Or yeah, twenty one years old. Um, but I mean, 
he's he's the unicorn. He's not like he's not the next Magic. He's not the next LeBron. He's not the next this. Okay. Okay. That's I, I think he's just quick, too quick thing. It, it, just because you're yeah. unique doesn't mean that you're better. Yeah, but you like, just, just Dirk, because Dirk was amazing because people didn't know how to stop him. Like, okay, but who was who's the better player, Dirk or LeBron? Dirk. Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You asked you asked the wrong podcast that question. Apparently, uh, that's fine that you think that, but you're also wrong. I mean, uh, I think no wrong or right. I think I think Grant has a you know he has a case. Right. It's fine. You know? I mean. He has a case. Uh, I... It's just not a good one. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, well, only time okay. can tell, really. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. I mean, you know, like... Luca's worth ten million dollars right now, but I mean, he's going to be a bajillion dollars while Kristaps is still on his one hundred and thirty million dollar deal. Yeah. So it might be a whole different story in about. I mean, the way, the way I kind of look at it is like, I, there's a lot of recency bias going on here because when Luca had ten healthy fingers and two good ankles, he was. <laughs> But through the first 25 games, he was probably a top three MVP candidate in the league. And it's like, are we forgetting when he was healthy, that start he had, that like he was right up there with LeBron and Giannis for like, this guy yeah. should probably be getting MVP votes. But it's, we, this is just a good problem to have. Like, this is yeah, a luxury yeah, to have to be able to ask ourselves that question. And it's also why, like, I've been advocating for Luka to get a week or two off going into that Clippers game on the 16th because it's like the way KP is playing right now, you can beat a lot of these teams and let Luka heal at the same time. And this is probably the last stretch of the season you can afford to do something like that. It doesn't look like they're going to do that, so it's kind of a moot point. And maybe the thumbs are something he's going to have to play through. But, like, if they're both at 100%, I want to say – Luca's better at running a team, but like, if if your argument is KP is better than Luca or KP is more valuable, I don't care because that just means we have two of the top ten players in the league, like easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It's like Nick, it's like I just it's uh, like fans on Twitter trying to rip us for like, oh, one's better than the other, and I'm like, you know what? Fucking great. It's like it's like <laughs> talking about the Lakers. Oh, Anthony Davis had a better <laughs> game than LeBron. Well, cool. We have both those guys on our team. Like, I just want to protect my bias. Uh, my favorite type of player is a blocking <laughs> center who can get, you know, okay. five, seven, seven three pointers a game. That's just my favorite type of player. Then why do With you like Andre blocks. Drummond? <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, Luca at Luca Doncic News asks. And we just talked about it a second ago, but should Mavs rest KP and Luca more for playoffs, or should they let them play more and fight for a better position? That is an injury risk versus better position question. Um, so for me, I've been thinking about this since I since the guy sent this. Um, I mean, again, kind of what Tim was saying, how like we can beat a lot of these guys, like a lot of teams coming up. You know, we have a good chance of, against a lot of these teams if Luca takes time off, you know, um, that's not for sure thing, you know, like it's not for sure that we're, we'll win the games we're supposed to without him. But for me personally, um, it's a lot of like control your own destiny thing where it's like, so it's like control your destiny where it's like, okay, like if you play through it, you know, you might have a shot of like, you know, getting the four seed or five seed or whatever. Um, for me personally, I would like them. I think that they should play, but listen to their bodies as well, and just be like, "Hey, like, if Luca for sure is like, hey, I can't play today, like, that's fine, you know. Um, we might need to start doing like some quote unquote schedule losses. That might be something we have to do, um, you know. Which is, I hate that term, but you know, it's one of those things that uh, we might have for a couple of these, a couple of these games coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they should play, um, and just listen to their own bodies. Like they know their bodies the best. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mostly agree with you. the The thing is, is that, I mean, trying to gamesmanship your seating in the NBA just doesn't work. Like it's never worked. Um, so I think that. Rest KP and Luca when you can, um, but don't don't necessarily like 
spend all your time thinking about seeding um and like oh man well if we're the if we're the seven seed we have to play the clippers but if we're the six seed then we have to play you know whoever uh just fucking play the games and, and let kp and luca like continue to build that chemistry and if they really are not feeling well for a game let them sit uh kind of just keep doing what you've been doing it, it seems fine to me cool grant oh i'm sorry what was the question again oh, oh my, my god, god. <laughs> okay sorry, i just did not hear the question okay so you, should the math to... basically resting our guys versus getting better position in the playoffs okay yeah um as long as it's like what we were talking about earlier as long as you can avoid either of the la teams so probably you know getting above the sixth seed you can afford to lose some of these games or at least not lose but lose luca or lose kp for some of these games and get some wins okay cool uh i think uh... I don't know. The Thunder schedule is pretty brutal the rest of the way, so I think we're going to end up at worst with the sixth seed. Um, I just, like I said, this next week or so, even if you want to make the Clippers game one of those scheduled losses you were talking about, I think there's no way they both play uh, Luka and KP both play Wednesday night because that's the second night of a back-to-back and it's home against the Nuggets. So either one of them's going to miss the San Antonio game on Tuesday or one of them's going to miss, or both, like, they'll play one in one game and one in the other. I don't know. Priority 1A is health. I think the sixth seed, at the very worst, will work itself out. And I'm I'm still wanting to chase the Rockets down in the division. We're one game back right now. They both have 35 wins. The Rockets have two less losses. We get them twice, I believe, uh, to finish out the year. So, yeah, I don't know. And our last game of the season, like the sixth seed could come down to game 82 because it's against, it's in Dallas against Oklahoma City. Oh, so. fuck, that's right. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I think we end up in the sixth seed at worst just because I, at some point, I have to start believing in the Thunder because they keep proving me wrong. But I just don't see any yeah. way we don't finish ahead of them. Um, yeah. It, even if we get end up getting one of the LA teams in the first round, whatever, you're gonna have to see them someday. So it yeah. wouldn't be the complete disaster, but I just I'd want like to get out of the series. first round, though. Yeah, yeah I want to get out. Yeah, I think I want to get out of the first round. <laughs> <laughs> but... Unless, and we can we can pretty much stop phrasing it as one of the LA teams. We're not gonna be the eight seed, and the Lakers aren't gonna fall out of the one seed. We're trying okay. to avoid the Clippers. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so let's see. Next question. Um, this is a good one, dude. I like. I think I know everybody's answer for this one, but uh, Lucifer uh, asks um, if you could add. I know if you could add a mouse player of the past to this team, who would it be? To this current team, Dirk. So obviously, my also answer is Dirk. Like it's got to be Dirk. Okay, right. And break. Yeah. Let's say what non-Dirk, non-Dirk player. Oh, non-Dirk. Okay, let's see. Let's do non-Dirk. Uh, dude, I want. Say Honestly. that again. Your connection cut out. Who did Sorry. you say? I want Matrix. Okay, oh. Sean Marion. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Who would you want, Alex? Me, man. Now that I have to pick a non-Dirk player, I know uh, it's so hard. <laughs> let's um, let's eat Jalen Brunson, and uh, go ahead and get the best player to ever play with Dirk. Josh Howard. <laughs> Josh Howard. Oh, oh my God. Ricky uh, Leto. Yeah, that, that's it. Ricky Leto. Let's fucking get Stack House. Oh my God. <laughs> Antoine Jameson. <laughs> what just happened? Like, I I don't know anymore. Uh, Tyson Chandler. No, we don't need a center. <laughs> okay, Jason Kidd. Oh God, no. no. Jason Kidd's the worst. I hate Jason Kidd. Deshaun Stevenson probably doesn't qualify either, so I don't know who. <laughs> yeah, who are you talking about? Oh my god, JJ uh, JJ Obviously, JJ Barea. Yeah. Yes, uh, the Canadian <laughs> sensation. Rodrigo Blah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Roddy B. Fucking hashtag free Roddy B. Uh, 
Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm... Fucking go on. Oh, for real? <laughs> what? Nothing. Grant, go. Um, Ricky Leto. Fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, um, god. D- Deshaun Stevenson. Or Deshaun, Jason all Terry. right. Jason Terry. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't say that. <laughs> I avoided that name on purpose because Alex didn't say it, but Jason Terry, definitely. All right, what about you, uh, Tim? You're really putting me on the spot here because I just cannot decide between Lamar Odom and Rajon Rondo. Oh, my God, I hate you. <laughs> uh, no, the real answer is probably Matrix, right? Because he's got a little bit of an offensive bag, and he's like the elite wing defender on that team. So Exactly. Also, since yeah. you guys could never figure out Three who years. I was talking about, I meant Steve Nash. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> is he kind of... Would he be like the sixth man? Like, is he? No. Can he no, play he with Luca? <laughs> yeah. Can he play with Luca? Yes. Yes, he can play with Luca, dude. Yeah, I know. That's what. <laughs> in this, in this NBA, yeah, bro. Great. I'm worried about how he fits with De'Aaron Fox, though. Like, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, so okay, Dallas Mavs France ask, and this is probably for me, but how do you pronounce my name in French? So his, his name is Quentin, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not pronounced that. It's not the way you pronounce it uh, in France. It's uh, oh my god, dude! He told me yesterday, and I totally forgot. Some with like the end of it is different. Quentin, Quentin, I think, or something like that. I don't know, bro. Tarantino. You guys, you guys want to try? You guys yeah, want to try yeah. to pronounce his name? Yeah, right, Tarantino. Go. No. Damn. Go on, move, move. <laughs> Grant, how do you think how do you pronounce Quentin in French? I'm gonna pass on this one. <laughs> Tim, you want to try? Croissant. <laughs> God, I wish you'd come out tomorrow. Uh... <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, T-Rex at two rex dot com. Uh, two rex, uh, whatever. Com. Sorry. Uh, anyway, he says. Uh, how do we keep Maxi a secret so we can say a mad for life? Uh, we can't. We can't, but I mean, I think he loves us enough to where he'll stay, regardless. So, I mean, I think people, I think people in Würzburg just like love Dallas. So, yeah, yeah. I hope he stays. Uh, but you know, if after his contract is up in a couple of years, if somebody offers him a shit ton of money, I'm not gonna blame him for leaving either. Yeah, I'd get, get your you know get your bag. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah, unlike Giannis. Oh god, oh, god. become a free agent and uh, put a mustache on and <laughs> sign as Maxi Threeba. <laughs> Maxi Threeba. <laughs> so, what do you think, uh, man? Me? Yeah. The Wurzburg Wall, the only wall in Texas that's actually effective, by the way. Um, oh. so let's see, he signed through. The end of twenty three, um, and he's not going to make more than nine million a year on any of those. Jeez, uh, the last year is an option though. Uh, right now, I guess there's no way to keep him secret anymore. Everyone saw it on Wednesday night, but right now he hits the open market. Do you guys think he gets twenty million a year? I think it's at least seventeen or eighteen. No, not twenty, but I think like eighteen is probably where I would max him out. If teams have the money, max him out on this market now. I don't think he'd make twenty, just because of the, like he he might be one of the best players in the open market, uh, which yeah. is which is dope. But he wouldn't like he that doesn't mean he, like the market's good. Uh, I mean the Knicks exist and they love power That's forwards, true. but not power forwards that shoot threes. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's see. Let's keep going. Um, our good friend James, friend of the pod, asks. Oh, that um... piece of shit! God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You okay? So you can put any two people against each other in a no in a no rules steel cage match. Who do you choose? So two me people. and Grant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna. Say. <laughs> I want. I want to see fucking. I want to see Tim and Grant go at it. Tim and Grant. Be okay. No fighting. There would be nothing. But... I want to see <laughs> who who's like the best fighter right now. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, like what MMA? It it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like who can beat the shit out of somebody? Marquise, uh, Chris. Okay, so it's gonna be Marquise, Chris, and James. (laughs) (laughs) 
for these stupid fucking questions. I just want to see him <laughs> have the shit beat out of him. Oh, uh, you might need anger management. Okay. <laughs> oh man. What do you think? What do you think, Grant? Who do you want? Anybody in history? Like... Oh man. <laughs> um, at Kirk Serious Face and Andre Drummond. <laughs> oh, no. I, would like, I would just like to see them talk. I, I wouldn't want really to see them fight. I'd, I'd, like I'd, I'd pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> right. what, do you, what do you got, Tim? Charles Oakley and James Dolan. Oh, yes. God, yes. That's a good one. Holy shit. Yeah. And Spike Lee to direct it. Spike, Spike Lee is the uh, Spike Lee is the guest celebrity referee. Like, oh, the, shit, that's right. oh man, that's a good one. All so, right. are we? Are, did we just turn this into celebrity deathmatch? Did you bring that show back? Oh my anyway, god, like, <laughs> that's such a good show. Anyway, um, okay, so um, uh, Duke Myers asks, "Was the twenty was the was the two thousand six finals rigged in Miami's favor?" Yes. 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 Okay, next question. All right, let's go. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, uh, Doyle, a.k.a. at the Kobe Beef, asks, how great am I? So I've met him exactly one time, and he was cool as shit, so he's actually really great. So... Uh, he's better than Kirk. <laughs> oh, man. You have Kobe in your name, so I can't. I mean, that's greatness. Okay, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, he's one of my better followers. I really like that guy. Yeah, he's great. Okay, um, uh, at the Green Chef, which I think is Gumby, right? That's who that is now? Yep. Okay, cool. I'll try to figure out who the hell this person was. Um, <laughs> if Courtney Lee keeps playing this well, could we actually see the Mavs re-signing him? Um, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, he's, he's a little, getting up there in age, uh, maybe for like another year, maybe, like vet you know vet contract uh i don't know i just i feel like when we bring some you know after this year when you bring some more more new guys in i don't know what do you guys think what was the question uh, sorry if you so, would have asked me in 2015 yeah but yeah no, no court so if Courtney Lee keeps playing this well do we see the Mavs re-signing him oh uh i mean maybe on a vet men like yeah the thing is, is that you you just don't want to you don't want to obsess over a guy that like is on your team just because he's on your team when his production can yeah. be met with a minimum player guy. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you think, Grant? Oh, oh, yeah. Like I said, I mean, yeah. If you had asked me in 2015, yes, but no, no. no I mean, I would sign him for a one-year vet minimum deal just to like be the 13th man but i don't i'd rather see like uh one of these picks that we're gonna have instead yeah, of them up yeah i just feel it tim yeah yeah oh, courtney courtney lee's value right now is the fact that his 13 million dollar contract is expiring so no there's no <laughs> way no way we're resigning him no way we resign him at the current number but yeah one or two year vet minimum sure why not but like <laughs> no not at 13 million because Getting that off the books is, you know, he had a nice night the other night, but getting that off the books is his value to this dude. Yep. Okay, let's see. Uh, at White LeBron seventy seven <laughs> asks, why has Porzingis been playing so well these past few weeks? Um, again, I think it's a combination of him being healthy, him finding his his rhythm, the rhythm of the game, him being able to forget the, you know, his his place in our system and everything, like. Like all that together has finally like started, you know, he's starting to become even better than the unicorn of old. So, mm-hmm. what do you think, Alex? Repeat the question. I'm sorry, I'm doing oh, other work. Oh my lord, why has Porzingis <laughs> been playing? So- <laughs> okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Why has he been playing so well? Uh, because it takes a while to get back to your normal self after being gone for so long from injury, like. That that's really the biggest thing is that he was out for a long time, um, and just trusting your body again takes a while, and it, it's obvious that he's trusting his body again, and so he's playing better. Cool. What do you think, uh, Grant? I mean, that max contract money started hitting 
in the bank account. <laughs> so he's like, supreme, okay, I'm actually going to try supreme now. Supreme <laughs> confidence level at that point. <laughs> but yeah, his confidence really. He's just, he's he's taking the same shots. He's just making them. Yeah. He's, he's just playing better defense. Yeah. He's not sick. He's you know, his, his knee's good. So he's just playing like KP. Which is good. Exactly what we wanted out of him. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Tim? Um, all the reasons you guys mentioned, especially health wise, and just him getting back into the flow. But uh, Powell getting hurt and him just being fully unleashed at the five. Like, yeah. I wanted that all along, and he's been thriving in that spot, and I love it. Like, I want him to be our five for the next decade. Do we trade Powell in the off season? <laughs> oh, love, love or hate Dwight Powell? Do we trade him in the offseason? So. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you could get anything back for him coming yeah. off coming off, coming off injury. the injury. Yeah. 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 Do you trade him by the next trade deadline then? You try. We can try, but we'll see. But would you want to on trade the team, him? You... That, that's more what I'm asking. Would you want to trade Dwight Powell? If Me, someone eats the contract. Yeah, if someone wants Only to for an expiring yeah. deal, though. I'm not trying to get. There's no way we're gonna yeah. acquire like someone major for yeah. just that. It would have to be like a that and picks and some other mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, maybe one of our young guys. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a couple more young people. Maybe, maybe we can uh, maybe we can trade him to uh, to Cleveland uh, for Andre Drummond. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like a good uh, contract if you throw in a couple other players. Money. <laughs> all right let's see all it's right expiring deal you're not wrong so oh my god you guys okay so, <laughs> so at lavaris asks since when did y'all start following the mavs and aside from dirk who made you stay um i really started following basketball like when i was like in first or second grade um so that's when i was like it was all about like it was you know um what's his name fuck Michael Jordan, his, uh, his, uh, <laughs> Sorry. what's his name? The best player yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. So anyway, oh, so I started following because of Michael Jordan, my cousins. Were blah. And then towards like, you know, this is last year in the league, I don't even count the wizard, the wizards thing, but you know, um, when he was about to retire again, he, uh, you know, my cousin was like, Hey, like we should probably go and start watching the, since they're our team here like in dallas now i was like okay might as well right so i remember watching them around like 2001 2002 mm-hmm. you know watching Dirk kind of become like Dirk, starting to become Dirk. um and aside from aside from Dirk, uh who made me stay i mean it's weird because i'm not so it's not so much that like the players make me stay it's more the fact that i have like pride that it's my team in my city blah blah so i mean like no one really made me stay like i wanted to stay on my own volition <laughs> so i've been wanting to even even when we were here you know whatever the last couple years like no one made me stay it was more like hey like this is my team this is who i root for but you know yeah what about you uh i mean i started following the mavs uh as a kid and like I've just always loved the team. Uh, what's made me stay other than Dirk like is really hard because I've only been watching since Dirk. Because uh, yeah. what Dirk was drafted by the Mavs when I was five, so that's all you know. <laughs> yeah, that, like that's <laughs> that's the team that I know. So I mean, after Dirk's left, the thing that's kept me going is this team. <laughs> so <laughs> I. Like, it's hard to be like, oh, what kept you? It's Dirk, obviously. And just (laughs) fandom in general. Like, you don't... You know, when it comes to sports fandom, you usually, like, you find the team... team. Yeah, you find the team that you love, and you love that team no matter what. It's why the Knicks still have fans, even though they're fucking terrible. That's true. That really is true. I have friends from New York who are diehard Knicks fans. I'm like, guys, like, y'all can't be doing this to y'all. So, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Grant? Um, so it's besides Dirk. That's the question. Yeah. So like basically, what? so when did you start following the team? And okay, who besides Dirk, if anybody? Um, so when I guess I really started. Well, I started following basketball. A really, really long time ago, but I started following the Mavs just because it was my dad's favorite team. So okay, okay, yeah. But uh, other than Dirk, the player that kept me around, 
Um, <laughs> I don't really know because the maps kind of just go through players. But oh, no. I guess, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, I, I guess again, it would be it would be like hmm, it would be Jason Terry, just because he was the most electrifying player that I got to see, like beside Derek. Yeah. Okay. Up, yeah. So. That's fair. That's good. What do you? What about you, uh, Timothy? Oh. When I first moved to Dallas in 94, and then uh, my first favorite basketball player was Jamal Mashburn and the Killer Jays. I think we oh, went, actually, oh, wow. we went we went to the game right before, uh, I want to say Kid didn't return in the second half, This and they got into a fight in the locker room. This is right when all the Tony Braxton shit was going on. Amazing. Oh, um, just beautiful. So, days at Reunion Arena, and then for a while, my favorite players, like, I alternated favorite players. It was Seth Zabalos for a while. Um, okay. I loved Eric Strickland, because you'd never see Nebraska guys in the league back then. Uh, yeah. And then for the longest time, it was like, all right, we got this new guy. He's wearing number four, this Michael Finley guy. He's my hero. And yeah. then once it became the dirty, nasty, oh, filthy, like, once it became those teams, I, I was just I was already hooked and it was like, oh my god, they're finally good. They're finally making the playoffs. They're going toe to toe with these Kings teams. It's just so much fun and they're scoring a hundred and back when hundred and twenty a night was actually like a big deal. Yeah. You know, putting numbers up. Um and then yeah, it just it kept developing and developing and here I am now. I was I was kinda like Ruben to where like MJ was a god back in the day, and like I was the Space Jam kid and all that. But I would just never like a Bulls fan. Um, exactly. Yeah. Like I didn't. It was always. It was always. I loved Reunion Arena. I still wish I could cop in a time machine and go back to Reunion Arena. That's where I graduated from high school, and uh, yeah, man, I just. God, you're so go, taking the escalators to go down. <laughs> yeah, in, I know. I, taking the surface I escalators the... down into Reunion from the yeah, dude. God, that was always I... fun. That's where I. That's where I saw my first uh, WWF SmackDown live. WWF. God, you're so old. Such great <laughs> memories. But yeah. Um... Oh, and bring those jerseys back for Christ's sake. Yes. Just <laughs> yes. Do it. All right. So we have one last question, guys. Okay. Because I, I had to cut it off because we were getting way too many. So, um, so Matthew Costa asks, better 2011 finals moment, Dirk's game-winning layup in game two or Jets in your face three at the end of game five? Uh, so for me, I had to think about this one. I was like, shit. I think, so like everybody loves that fucking layup, right? Like mm-hmm. love it. like whatever. But I think Jets, Jets three, Included the fact that he even admitted he didn't even see the net, he didn't see the hoop. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that, like, with that story added onto it, is my out of those two, is probably my favorite. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I think I have to go with the Dirk layup just because that was the tide turning moment uh, in the series. Like that, that was Fair the man. moment that the Mavs realized, like, we they, can do this. yeah, they can do this. Yeah. Uh, that's the minute that I, as a fan, realized, like, holy shit, this might actually happen. Like, I, I was just so pumped and so excited. And, like, the Rangers were doing well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that's I, right. Yeah. I, I've got to pick pick Dirk's layup. Nice. What about you? I mean, it was, definitely, it was definitely Jets 3. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was just Jets 3. <laughs> It was game five. It was like we were coming down to it. On the cusp, it was, yeah. It was, we're getting close. It was just the... What about you? That uh, was the uh, that was the best game too. That was the best game. What about uh? What about you, Tim? Uh, I always loved the Dirk layup because that's like the exact moment I knew we had a chance in the series. But that was more of the culmination of a lot of amazing. It was like it was the end of one much larger moment, for lack of a better term. The Jet 3 was when I, without it, I didn't have a doubt in my mind when he hit that 3 that we were going to win game 6. Like, yeah. that's that's when I was 99.9% sure, okay, we're winning its idol and it's not going 7. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably lean a little bit towards the Jet 3. And 
we're talking the absolute favorite moment of that series as a write-in candidate, I'm going to go with uh, my guy Deshaun Stevenson getting arrested in the parking yes. lot in Irving. Yeah. Oh man, oh, that's oh, not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> the greatest, the greatest arrest of all time. Just <laughs> hammered, just Worth absolutely it. smacked for 48 hours after the parade, and just walking around shirtless in an apartment complex in Irving of all places. So who? Hero. So who's going to be key to the city? So who would it be for this team? Who would do that? Do you think Luca? Luca? No, yeah. do not Luca. I don't think Luca. Trill? Um, Trill, yeah. Trill might. I think. I think he's Trill might. Never mind. No, he's a he's gonna be a girl dad now. So he's. Oh, that's right. No, yeah. 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 Never mind. No. Oh, so JB. <laughs> you think Jaylen JB Brunson. would Jalen? Yeah. Bro, I can see it actually. He's he a little one of the greatest basketball players of all time. With three championships at the two, yeah. two of the top three levels. Okay. All right, guys. So those are all the questions we, we had today. All right. So. Well, I, that's going to wrap up uh, this podcast because I'm not letting these two fight over uh, anything. Andre. Yeah. Drunk. Don't encourage it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know you're – I'm the one trying to keep the peace and Alex just has <laughs> dick poking the fucking cage. You know? Like the <laughs> The next ticket fight night, the next ticket fight night, it will be me and Greasy Randy in a ring, passively aggressively staring at each other and tweeting. Bro, I gotta see Jake. And I gotta watching, see Jake's watching after, Andre Drummond highlights. And then like, <laughs> and then let me be the celebrity referee, just like enticing yeah. both of you to start fighting. Fight. Actual fist fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, as long as we can meet up before and, and have a good time. Cool yeah, before yeah, I think we will do that. But, but until right, next yeah, week, guys, you you all have a easy. good day. Bye, guys. Hopefully, we win tonight. Yeah, hopefully we win. Go Mavs. Peace out.